There are several important issues on the Washington agenda, but with my self-imposed limitations, I restrict my perspectives and analyses to four issues for this report. Here they are. House Republicans, in a long and chaotic process, elected Kevin MacArthur as Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, but not without major challenges ahead. A replay of the January 6, 2021 insurrection in Washington, the mob violence on January 8, 2023 in Brazil, by election deniers, was like a back-to-the-future experience. Five leaders of the white supremacist militia group, Proud Boys, are on trial in Washington, D.C. for seditious conspiracy to prevent the lawful transfer of power on January 6, 2021. Special Prosecutor appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland to investigate circumstances surrounding classified documents found in the private office and in the home of former Vice President Joe Biden. I'm Ambassador Curtis Ward, and this is the Washington Report. House Republicans, in a long and chaotic process, elected Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives on the 15th ballot. McCarthy's long journey to power, the Speakership, called could be a Pyrrhic victory. Six of his MAGA distractors who wanted to scuttle his bid for leadership in the end voted present, thereby allowing him to secure the vote with less than the normal 218 votes majority. Those six votes came at a huge price. McCarthy will lead with weakness rather than strength. And in the end, he is deserving of the chaos which will plague him during his tenure as Speaker. His wounds are self-inflicted. McCarthy's laser-like focus on power for the most powerful position in the Congress, also the third most powerful position in the U.S. government, lacked integrity and morality. He exhibited weakness in leadership and lacked the qualities and capacity to be an effective leader and an effective speaker. His lack of moral leadership of the Republican caucus in the past few years defined the troubles he faced during the balloting and will be the hallmark of his leadership over the next two years if he lasts that long. The conservative extremists, the crazies, 
comprising 10% of the Republican caucus, denied the will of the other 90% over the course of 14 ballots. Ironically, even after having kissed the ring of Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, soon after condemning Trump for the mob attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, opposition to McCarthy was led by Margaret Crazes in the Republican caucus. The reality is McCarthy is mistrusted by the entire spectrum of ideologies within the Republican Party, even by MAGA Republicans. In contrast, the Democratic Party displayed unity, although lacking 118 votes needed to elect the Speaker, they had 100% of the host of the House Democratic Caucus in a show of unity, voting for Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries on all 15 ballots. The actions of both parties provide a stark contrast between defenders of democracy and those who seek to destroy it. <clears throat> With millions of Americans and people around the world watching the process and speculating about the possible outcome of the voting, McCarthy's supporters came close to fisticuffs with the leader of the dissenters. Predictably, McCarthy succumbed to the demands of the crazies, and the only question remaining is how moderate Republicans in the House will respond. Already the Republicans have adopted new rules, giving the crazies almost unlimited power. And to establish a committee to secure their acquiescence in McCarthy's election, the moderate wing went along. McCarthy's tenure as Speaker will be chaotic and predictably he will serve at the will of the crazies to whom he has seated enormous power. The future legislative agenda of the House Republicans will be even more chaotic than McCarthy's election as Speaker. As it currently stands, the Speaker will face a monumental task in reaching agreement within his own caucus on important legislation, much more reaching agreement with the Democrats. Compromise with the Democrats will be required, but probably unattainable. Any attempt by moderate Republicans to compromise with the Democrats will be met by rabid opposition among MAGA and other members of the so-called Freedom Caucus the ultra-conservative Republicans. Attempt at compromise will likely trigger a motion by the extreme members of the Republican caucus to remove McCarthy. Should House Republicans manage to agree on legislation, 
the legislation will be so extreme, it will not be joined by host Democrats and will be summarily rejected by the Democratic-controlled Senate. At the end of this Congress, without the ability or desire to attract bipartisan support, the Republicans will have no legitimate achievement on which to campaign in 2024. The small minority of Republican Christians and the Freedom Caucus will be the proverbial tail wagging the dog. Reflective of Trump's legacy is the growing strength and influence of the extremists in the Republican Party. Even though there are signs Trump's influence over the party is slowly waning, the character of the party has changed, and very few moderates are bold enough to challenge the extremists. There are a few in the Senate, including the wily minority leader, Mitch McConnell, who is expected to seek to break away from Trump and push back against the MAGA legislators, both in the House and in the Senate. But that will be an uphill battle for the soul of the Republican Party, which is far too intoxicated by Trumpism for any significant change in the extremist ideology of the Republican Party to occur in the short term. Hope springs eternal, but no degree of optimism will change reality. The do-nothing Republicans will be on full display throughout this Congress, and in the end will be better known as the can't-do-anything-right Republicans. McCarthy's problems as a Republican House leader have been characteristic of those who preceded him in that position. Remember Newt Gingrich, who lacked moral authority, and who, after doing significant damage to the political landscape, was run out of town. Similarly, McCarthy's immediate predecessors John Boehner and Paul Ryan had extremely difficult experiences with the ultra-conservatives in the House Republican Caucus. They also were forced to quit prematurely. But at least to some extent, they exhibited political conviction and some sense of morality that are lacking in McCarthy whose quest for power left him bereft of integrity and moral authority. In the face of constant pressure from the ultra-conservatives in the Republican caucus, Boehner bailed out, but with a little bit of his dignity intact. On the similar onslaught, Ryan proved to be a quitter and opted out as well. Needless to say, we are in for a rough ride on the legislative political front. The MAGA Republican members to whom McCarthy has ceded power 
pledged to spend the next two years investigating President Biden's administration, the intelligence community, and the January 6th committee. This course will not only be rejected by a majority of American voters in 2024, but has the potential to weaken U.S. national security and global engagements. The next two years will provide an open opportunity for the Democrats to highlight the differences between the two parties. Any Democratic attempt to introduce legislation in the House will be blocked by the Republicans. House Republican passed extremist legislation will be blocked by Senate Democrats and will never reach President Biden's desk for a veto. Whether Speaker McCarthy will be able to forge compromise on critical legislation to fund the government and protect U.S. national security is unpredictable. What is certain is that America is in for a rough ride without a functioning Congress. Next up, a replay of the January 6, 2021 insurrection in Washington. The mob violence on January 8, 2023 in Brazil by that country's election deniers was like a back to the future experience. There are strong connections between Brazil's Jair Bolsonaro and Trump and some of Trump's key acolytes who helped to plan the January 6th insurrection in Washington have been advising the Brazilian autocrat and election denier. How long Bolsonaro will be granted haven in Florida is a matter to be determined by the Biden administration. Pressure is on to accept Bolsonaro from the U.S. I'm watching developments in anticipation. Now, five leaders of the white extremist militia group, Proud Boys, indicted on 10 counts, are in trial in Washington, D.C., for seditious conspiracy to prevent the lawful transfer of power. Their objective in storming the U.S. Congress on January 6, 2021, was to overthrow the legitimate election of Joe Biden. Remember Donald Trump issuing a command to the Proud Boys during the presidential debate on September 29, 2020? Remember Trump's words, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Arguably, the Proud Boys obeyed Trump's command while conspiring and standing by for further command. They remained on the ground until called upon to storm the Capitol building on January 6, 2021. This trial could expose details of the conspiracy and those who, in Trump's inner circle, were involved with the Proud Boys 
the Oath Keepers and other extremist groups participating in the January 6th insurrection. In a new development, Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed a special prosecutor to investigate circumstances surrounding classified documents found in President Biden's private office used as former vice president and in his home. What we know so far does not amount to any criminal violations and do not expose President Biden to criminal implications. The political fallout, at least in the short term, will be more impactful. It is clear the circumstances of these classified documents being the possession of a former vice president after leaving office are not similar to the deliberate act of former President Donald Trump, who has been accused of deliberately and unlawfully withholding highly classified and national security sensitive documents. But that won't prevent the Republicans and some members of the media to conflate the two set of circumstances, one deliberate and the other apparently inadvertent. With a Republican-controlled House already determined to investigate Biden and his family, and every act of the Biden administration, we can expect investigations ad nausea, reminiscent of the infamous Benghazi informations, which many of you may recall, found no one culpable. All of these and other issues to be continued. So, stay tuned. I'm Ambassador Curtis Ward, and this is The Washington Report. Thank you.